Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. That's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat. Or visit us on the web at lordandrichards.com. Well, today we're going to be discussing what I think is a sensitive topic for our listeners, and it's one that I confront from time to time, uh, simply because as folks visit with us here at Lord & Richards, as folks uh, deal with the issue of the possibility of changing advisors, they really have to ask themselves the question, is it time for me to let go of my current advisor in order to seek a new relationship? And that is an important question, and it's one that shouldn't be entirely dictated by emotion. So today we're going to base our advice on time-tested principles from the Word of God. So here it is, Proverbs 22.3, a prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. You know, the person who looks ahead, the person who is proactive rather than reactive, is going to be more likely to achieve and maintain financial independence. And I, I said that the way I did for a reason. To achieve financial independence is one thing. To have the discipline to maintain it, well, that's quite the other. And maintaining financial independence is often uh, with the help of a seasoned financial professional. So today we're going to answer that question. But remember, here at Lord & Richards, our purpose, as we talk on this radio show, as we get the word out through our workshops around the community, as we meet with people face-to-face, is simply this. Most people we meet, like you, are worried that events out of your control are going to harm your retirement. So what we're going to do is build a plan for you to achieve financial independence and enjoy retirement without worry. You see, a lot of people are worried about events out of control, but what we need is a written plan, we call it a financial independence roadmap, so that you can achieve financial independence and enjoy retirement without worry. And one of those areas that people often are concerned may be an area out of their control when achieving and maintaining financial independence is the X factor of having an investment advisor a financial advisor, a financial planner. And the question is, if, how do I know if it's time to let that person go? Well, there's some definite signs that it's starting to be time to look at 
possibly changing advisors. One is, you know, are you off track? Are you off track? One of the important things that you should ask yourself is, has my advisor been seeking my input? Do they regularly reach out to me? Are they proactively talking to me about my goals? You know, at Lord & Richards, the most important page in our financial plan, and it lives in the cloud, it's digital, but of course we print out the very first iteration of this plan so we know that we, uh, where we began, where we're starting from. And the most important page is the goals page. The financial planning is based around your goals, your dreams, your values, the things that you want to do in retirement, the things you're concerned about, the people that you love and care about, the values that you have. Does your current advisor have a comprehensive knowledge of all of those things and more about you such that they would be able to build a plan based on what you have shared with them? Or have they been a little bit generic, right? Are they, are they kind of sliding you into the cookie cutter approach? Instead of knowing your goals, are they assuming them? Instead of seeking your input, are they imposing upon you what their values are and what their goals are for you? One of the big ones that often comes up is this issue of risk. So how do I know if I'm off track? Well, one of the ways is, is your current advisor having a regular discussion with you about the importance of planning on how to mitigate risk? Have they built for you a plan that addresses your feelings about risk? You know, sometimes it's just a little form that we get handed, right? And here, check off, are you conservative? Uh, Are you moderately conservative? Are you moderate? Are you aggressive? Are you, you know, and it really doesn't define how you feel. It simply defines how you might approach risk from one of many different angles. But when I sit down with folks like you, what I want to know is the next time the market crashes and the market takes a slice out of your nest egg, what you've saved up for you and potentially your family to enjoy for the remainder of your life, and the market takes a slice out of that, how are you going to feel about that? What is your reaction going to be? And some of you who are listening are going to say, well, it doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. And others are going to say, you know, that's pretty important to me. And here's the real key. Some of you will say, I'm comfortable with risk, but here's how I define this particular question. It's not, are you comfortable with it? because maybe you have a pension, maybe you have other income streams, you could lose money and mathematically be okay. That's a different answer to a different question. What we're looking for is the answer to this, regardless of whether you would be okay, whether you have a pension or a backup plan or an asset you could sell. How does it feel knowing that you worked for 40 plus years to achieve this retirement potentially, You built a business, you stayed at the helm in a job, you earned a pension, you got a 401k, an IRA, and to see that potentially drop by a significant amount, well, it always comes back. Well, yeah, the market has, over time, gone up consistently. But do you know that our dear friends who lost money in 2000 had to wait till 2007 to break even if they didn't, you know, make any changes in their portfolio? Wow, that's a long, long time to wait. Yeah, and people will tell you, don't make any changes when you lose, right? Well, that was terrible advice then. 
And people who lost money in 2007, 2008, 2009, did you know it was not until 2013 that they broke even? So if you had invested in 2000, bought and hold, followed the advice, and didn't change, you made zero progress from 2000 to 2013. That's a 13-year period that the market took from you. Now, that's an important feeling then. How long will it take me to recover if I lose? Hmm. So we need to have an honest discussion about that, right? If you were sitting here right now in front of me, and you are, uh, in a manner of speaking, if you lost, if you had, let's just say, a million dollars, okay? For some of you, that's, that's uh, a goal. It's a dream. For others of you, it's a reality, or maybe it's in the rearview mirror. It doesn't really matter the amount. And you lost half that in the next market decline. How would you feel about that? So are you off track? Are they seeking your input? Do they know your goals? Are they regularly discussed? Are they constantly reaching out to you? We try to reach out, out to our clients on a consistent, regular basis throughout the year, not just once a year. Well, if you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards. We're a firm that simply helps people like you who are worried about events out of your control that may harm your retirement. And what we do is we build a plan for you to achieve financial independence and enjoy retirement without worry. I'd love to help you. I and my team are working with folks just like you every single day. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. So as we continue our discussion on the delicate question of whether it's time for you to seek a new advisor, whether it's time to literally fire your current advisor, we're basing our advice on the Word of God, Proverbs 22.3, a prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Here's the principle. In order to achieve financial independence, you must be proactive, not reactive. And so the first sign is that you've gotten off track. Your advisor isn't seeking your goals or input. They have ignored your feelings about risk. The second is, are they speaking in a foreign language to you? Now, I love foreign languages. I got to learn several when I was in college. I'm a vocalist. I'm, I lead worship at my church. And so part of my musical training was, hey, I need to learn these languages. But interestingly enough, whenever I sing in a foreign language as part of a program, we hand out a little sheet with English translations, right? So every industry has its own language. It may not be a foreign language per se, but it's their jargon. And the question that I often get from clients is, you know, how am I supposed to understand all this financial jargon, all of these acronyms and so forth? Well, here's the key. A great advisor, in addition to seeking your goals and your input and building a plan around that, is going to explain in language that is easy for you to understand. And here's a real key one. Do they explain simply and without a lot of backpedaling how they get paid? Do they explain their fees? At Lord & Richards, when we meet, one of the conversations we have early on, generally in our very first visit, is what does our compensation look like? So you can make a fair evaluation about that and how you feel about that. 
and on and on it goes. There are so many different pieces of financial jargon. If your financial advisor is using terms like alpha and standard deviation and so forth and not defining those for you in a way that's easy to understand, you may need someone that is able to get a little bit more down to earth and practical with you. Or how about this? What if your needs change? Maybe it's not a an issue that the advisor changed or they're not doing things, you know, the way they always have. Maybe they just are not up to the current needs that you have in in your financial planning. For example, so often Folks are accumulating money over their lifetime, and they may be working with a broker in addition to their 401k. That person is there to assist in the purchase of products that fit into your IRA or 401k. But now that you move from the phase we call accumulation, the time when it's time to just pretty much focus on growth, and now focus on the period we call distribution or decumulation, we have a a radical increase in expertise that is required to address that situation. If the need is open-ended, if it's all about growth, if time isn't really an issue because you're still working, if risk isn't as big a concern because you're able to put money back in, that requires one skill set from an advisor. But if time now is important, if, if not running out of money before you run out of life is key, If having a a plan to address some of the complexities that we discover in retirement, like, boy, now I'm worried about taxes. I'm worried about the government keeping more than their fair share, and I'll let you debate amongst your friends what a fair share is, then it's time to have someone who can help you develop a full tax mitigation plan. Are they using technology in a way that benefits you, or are they still operating in the Stone Ages? And how about this one? This is a really interesting question. Will they advise you on your 401k even if if it's not under their direct management? You know, that's something we do at Lord & Richards. We actually have clients whose assets we do not yet manage because they are not available to move out of that 401k. And yet we know that clients are concerned about what they're invested in even during their working years. And so we'll come alongside you Put our arm around you and say, hey, let's look at these options and see what we can do with what we have to work with here in your 401k. So maybe you're off track. Maybe they're not speaking your language. Maybe your needs have changed. Maybe they're not a fiduciary, and it's time to seek out a fiduciary, somebody who's legally required to act in your best interest. Or here's here's a thought. Maybe they're just not into you, right? You're not clicking. Do they return your calls? You know, whether or not an advisor likes you shouldn't affect the level of service that you receive on an on a um, quarterly or annual basis or however often you're, you're getting together with your advisor. Do they only call when it's time to trade something in the account or maybe make a little commission on the side, right? Maybe they're just not showing a lot of interest in you. What should be your reasonable expectation? Well, your advisor, if they have assets under management that are at risk, should be regularly contacting you. Via email, you should be getting reports, you should be getting uh, articles, you should be getting news and information about the firm that helps you stay up with where they are, and then you should be getting phone calls, not just when everything is on fire. Now, I will say every single one of our clients gets those regular calls. 
And yes, during uh, major market disasters or issues, you're going to get a phone call from us. So maybe it's time to let somebody go when you're just not getting the communication you expect. Or maybe it's not that they're not into you, but you're not into them. <laughs> I've had some visits with clients who said, literally, I hate to call my advisor. You know, it makes me feel stupid. Or he, he makes me feel like my choices were, you know, foolish in the past. Or he gets angry at me or whatever. And I've even seen people who knew it was time to let go. And they just couldn't because they were afraid to, to hear from this advisor. And I've had, I've had advisors make people cry on the phone and so forth. I've seen that happen. You definitely need to be checking out uh, different options when that situation is in place. And we can certainly help you with how to have that conversation. You know, I'm really excited and glad to say that at Lord & Richards, we've had no complaints from anybody in any environment whether we're talking the Better Business Bureau, where we're A-plus rated and been nominated for the Torch Award, or whether we're talking about regulatory agencies like the SEC, FINRA, and so on, that's a pretty stellar record, and it's just a matter of fact. But I'm also glad to say we just don't lose clients on a regular basis. Just so few have left us over the years because not we're perfect, but we really do strive if we make a mistake or if things aren't exactly right, we want to get them right as soon as possible. Well, if you're just joining us, this is Colin Richards. I am president and founder of Lord & Richards. And today we've been talking about, oh, the delicate subject of when it might be time to make a change and fire your advisor. That's a toughie. But if you'd like to talk us talk to us a little bit about this and, and focus in on your financial situation and your goals, our whole purpose in life as an organization at Lord & Richards is to meet the needs of people just like you that we meet all the time who are worried about events out of your control and how they may harm your retirement. And so we help you build a plan to achieve financial independence. That's the freedom to do what you love with the people that you love for the reasons that you love and enjoy retirement without worry. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to, love to connect with you. I'd love a member of our team to be able to connect with you just pick up the phone and give us a call. 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400 here at Lord & Richards. Or check us out at lordandrichards.com. So now we're going to talk about kind of the last key issue, which I think is a pivotal, a critical issue to address. Are you working with someone who might be considered an asset manager, or are you working with someone who is a true wealth manager? And I want to help you understand what I mean, because, of course, everybody's got a different definition to terms like this. What I'm saying is that they're not just a wealth manager in name, right? They might call themselves a wealth manager. They might call themselves a planner. They might have a fancy designation. But... Are they a one-page advisor? You say, Colin, what do you mean by that? Well, I recently sat down and was able to sit in on an appointment led by an advisor at another practice. I was visiting out of town, stopped in a friend of mine, and he invited me to sit in on one of his advisor's appointments and so got to meet a delightful retired couple. But I remember being a little shocked and, and turning sideways as this advisor, quote-unquote, said, you know, a lot of folks might build you, you know, a big, fancy plan. We don't do that. And then he handed him a single sheet of paper. And although I appreciate the importance of simplicity and understandability, 
not building you a comprehensive plan to achieve financial uh, independence is literally planning to not achieve financial independence. You know the expression. Failing to plan is planning to fail. And so having a little single sheet that says, well, we're going to move this here, move this here, move this here, and you should be fine. I recently met with someone who handed me their advisor's one-page plan. And all it was was a spreadsheet that assumed the same rate of interest every year. And they said, well, my advisor says I should be okay based on this. Wow. Talk about taking a butter knife to a tree. (laughs) Here's the key. Are your current advisors building for you a plan to achieve and maintain financial independence for the rest of your life such that, number one, you have a written plan to make sure you never run out of money before you run out of life. Is that clear? Is it based on just an assumed rate of return, or have they literally taken your portfolio, both the current one and maybe the one that was proposed to you, and tested it using past markets, using future projections, and not just based on a number that they stick into a column on a spreadsheet? Are you sure that you're never going to run out of money before you run out of life. Have you got a social security optimization strategy, not maximization? Maximizing social security is as simple as waiting, right? But optimizing means taking into account all your accounts, all your income sources, your budget, your taxes, and selecting a strategy that leaves you with the most money in your pocket over a normal lifespan. That's optimizing social security. Have they developed for you a written risk mitigation plan, a plan to make sure that you're not devastated the next time the markets do their thing? And how often do the markets, quote, do their thing? A little over every seven years. And you know what? Last year, we had a significant drop and then an immediate rebound. So it reflects that it was not a fundamental bear market. It was just simply a reaction to the news of COVID. We are still waiting for the normal cyclical drop in market. That's a sign of health. It's an opportunity to buy and so forth. And has your advisor built a plan to make sure that you're not devastated by that if we experience another 2000 or another 2008, which are our two most recent historical bear markets? So is it in writing? And does it not only just put you in a product, but does it address proactively how your assets under their management are going to be designed to benefit from great, solid expertise on how to mitigate against, hedge against bottomless financial risk. And here's another one. Have you got a written plan to address the high likelihood of taxes increasing? When I ask this question at my public events, I always ask, well, folks, do you see taxes going down, up, or sideways over the, 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 the length of your retirement? Without fail, almost everyone in the audience raises their hand to say, they're going up, they're going up. Yeah, we're living in a historically low tax environment, and you and I both know that our current majority party in control of the White House and in control of the Congress is fixated on spending on that side of the balance sheet and not on saving. 
And so we have a problem with out of control, multi-trillion dollar packages just rolling out like cars off of the Ford factory line. And so if we're going to spend like that, guess what's going to happen to your taxes? Well, we need to get the money. It's called revenue. Have they built a plan to make sure when you pass away, you don't leave everything you've accumulated and left behind to the government, to nursing homes, to hospitals, but instead leave it in the hands of the people that you care about, the organizations you care about, and particularly doing good for the kingdom of God. And here's a big one. Here's a big one. My number one concern among the people that visit with me as well as in recent studies and polls taken among retirees. Number one concern, people are afraid of the cost of chronic illness care, long-term care. And if you don't already own a policy of some kind, this is a daunting issue. And have they developed using creative strategies and without forcing you to pay for an expensive long-term care policy at a time in your life when that's challenging, has your current advisor built a plan to make sure you're not bankrupted by that cost? Because we have one person sick and demanding exceptional and expensive care called skilled nursing, and we have another person well who needs to keep living on the normal budget. Do you have a written plan to make sure you're not bankrupted by health care costs? Well, folks, that's really the essence, I think, of understanding, is it time to let go of my advisor? Are they a true wealth manager, having built a comprehensive plan for me, staying in regular touch, knowing me, knowing my goals, and building that plan around my goals, not theirs? If it's time to maybe think about that, I'd like to encourage you to give us a call. I'd like to suggest that maybe it's time to have a a simple, uh, non-intimidating discussion with a member of the team at Lord & Richards. Just pick up the phone and give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400, or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.